Hey guys, how you doing? This is Andrew and I just want to welcome you guys into my crazy life and how I got through it. Thank you guys for inviting me into your spaces. Thank you guys for inviting me into your homes. I really appreciate you guys. I really appreciate the continued support, um, the, con the, the continued um, growth of this show and everything that you guys do for the show. Um, I just want to start out with a, uh, with a few things. Um, if you guys ever wanted to donate to the show, you can donate to the, to the show um, on the Cash App. Um, it's dollar sign Drew7809 um, on the Cash App. Um, I'm, not, I'm not asking for anything. I don't want anything. Um, but there is a lot that goes on um, behind the scenes with the show. And everything, everything that you guys do, it would be a help. But again, I do this because I, I love to do it. I do this because this is the guy calling that has been placed on my life. And I'm, I'm, I'm here for you guys. Um, today, guys, we have a really good, great show that's, um, that's planned. Um, I have a good friend of mine here, and she's going to come in and she's going to talk to you guys. And I just want you guys to open up your hearts, open up your minds, and listen um, to what she has to say. Um, today, we're talking about differences in PTSD in children and adults. And... Uh, my friend, uh, Tony Lewis, she's a licensed clinical social worker here in the state of Mississippi. She's also the founder of Breaking 13, and she 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 has really, um, really, really um, put a lot of time and effort into some of the things that she's going to say. And um, I, I really think... Um, I really think you guys are in for, in for a treat today. So again, the topic is... Um, Differences in PTSD and children and adults. And we all know that trauma can happen. Um, trauma can happen at any time. Trauma can happen to anyone. Trauma um, trauma is one of those things that um, it, uh, it's, it's not planned and it really can blindside you. And there are a lot of things that are that's associated with trauma. There are a lot of mental health disorders that's associated with trauma. But one of the most prevalent things that's associated with trauma or after the fact that trauma happens is post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD that we know it. How we how we look at it. And someone who someone who who has dealt with it and someone who is dealing with it, um Hey, look, my, my, my hat's off to you. Um, if, if you're not receiving, um, if you're not receiving help, or if you're not, um, in a, in a place to where you can actually speak to someone or talk to someone about some of those things that's going on to you, I implore you to seek help. I implore you to, um, um, to, to, to find, to find someone to talk to and to let those, um, let those things out because, if you don't you know, keeping those keeping what's going on on the inside of you, it really can do detriment to your body. It really can harm you, and that's something that we don't want. And I, I just I, th there's there's help out here in the form of um, in the form of talk therapy. Even if you don't even if you don't believe in talk therapy, there is there is um, someone that that's willing to listen to you. There's someone that um, there's someone that you you um, you really can you really can talk to, um, whatever you got to do. If you have to meditate, if you, um, if, if that's your thing, if you, if you pray, um, find someone to listen to you and find someone to talk to. 
So the differences in PTSD in children and adults. So like I mentioned, that trauma can happen to us all. Um, one thing about P PTSD, it can follow any type of trauma. And it's most commonly associated, um, when people think of PTSD, they think of, um, they think of, uh, um, of veterans and they think of somebody who's actually been in combat. And that is, that is true. But PTSD, it can happen to it can happen to first responders. It can happen to um, it can happen to policemen. It can happen to firemen. Um, and 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 if if you're one of if you're if you're somebody who's dealing with it, find somebody to find somebody to talk to, find somebody to help to help you. Um, PTSD is are commonly referred to. Um, uh, some of the older terminologies for it was um, shell shock or combat fatigue. Um, but like I said, it can actually happen to anyone. Um, people who have lived through a natural, who've lived through natural disasters or who've been, a, who've been in a bad car accident or somebody who's been assaulted or somebody who's been raped um, or somebody who's lived through domestic violence, PTSD can occur. PTSD can occur. Um, 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 to them as well, and it's not it's uh, it's not no one is excluded from PTSD. Um, um, no one, no one. Um, I, I, what I'm trying to say, it, it can happen to anyone, and I I just want I, I really just want to stress the importance of finding help if you need help. And um, so, what does PTSD look like? in a child um and like i say uh with 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 covid and with everything that's happening um people have been at homes and people have been forced to be together more often um than they have been in the past um so there there's a lot of things that's happening in the world as far as on um, domestic abuse uh, domestic abuse um child abuse or um anything that has um or, or something that 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 um can leave a child can leave a child harm uh, so it wasn't until 2013 that the dsm-5 uh recognized ptsd and it could, and it could be diagnosed in children under um under the from six and under i'm sorry um the National Center for Mental Health Promotion found that 26% of children in the U.S. will experience some type of traumatic event. And that number came out in 2012, but you just think about what's happened in the world um, over the past year. So you can, you can expect those numbers to have risen exponentially. Um, this, this can be, this can be because a child is being abused or seeing a, a, a family member being abused uh, and, and a child being maltreated and a child being neglected. PTSD can come, it can, it can, it can happen to, it can happen to a child. So, you know, um, if a child is coming and, and if a child is telling you that something is wrong with them or something is happen, happening with them, you know, I, I remember I remember being a, 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 a little kid and, you know, and saying and saying some things. Uh, well, mom, look, this is this is going on with me or this is happening with me. You better go to bed. 
or you better or this better happen. I and, and, and I'm not saying that my mm-hmm. that my that my yeah. mom neglected me or my mom was um or that my mom didn't listen to me, but it's it's just saying, you know, um sometimes you know when children children can come to us and they can say things and it you know it'll get it'll get swept away just a little bit but you know you you really have to pay attention to what pay attention to what your children are saying so ptsd can happen in children and and this is some of the some of the um symptoms that you that you would typically see if a child if a child has been been exposed to any of those things that i said uh, that I mentioned earlier, these are some of the symptoms that you can look for. You can look for irritability, social withdrawal, um, the child complaining of nightmares, anxiety, acting or jumping in certain situations, problem with concentration and problems with attention, insomnia, avoiding people, places or activities that they once were associated with or the places that the, uh, that the trauma was associated and there's persistent worry that the world is unsafe and is unable to attach to people. So those are some of the things that you can look for in children. Um, if if um, if they've been exposed to any any types of tra- trauma, um, luckily PTSD is easier to 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 treat in kids than it is in adults because as an adult um, you pretty much there, there are a lot of factors, but you, you, you become accustomed to a, to a certain thing. Children are children are very um children mm-hmm. are, are are malleable and they're very flexible, and you can you you, you there there's um things that you can that you can say or that you can that you can offer to help them. Kids' brains are basically sponges. Um, they can uh, regrow in areas. Um, that they have been adversely that have been adversely affected, um, but the hard part um, in PTSD have, having um, l- looking for PTSD in children is trying to find out who's been affected. Um, but there the, there the, 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 there's a lot there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things that you can do to um, to to. To, to look for um to look for those signs and there's a lot of things that you can do to look for them those symptoms but the most important part is hey please listen to your children um uh, take heed to what they're saying take heed to what they're doing um who they're with and who who they're playing with and um who they're around um because it's very important um now let's talk about um PTSD um, in adults, PTSD in adults is 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 it's very similar. Like I like I said, trauma it can happen. Trauma can happen to to any of us. Um, but there there um, there are many things that goes on in the in the minds of in the mind of a, of an adult um, versus a, um, um, versus a child. Um, so post-traumatic stress um, disorder symptoms may start within one month of a traumatic event, but sometimes they may not appear to um, to years later. 
and these symptoms cause significant problems um, in the social or work situations and in relationships with adults, and they also can interfere with the ability yeah. to go with your normal, um, with your normal duties and your normal, your normal tasks. And PTSD symptoms are grouped into four types with adults, and that's intrusive memories, um, avoiding negative changes in mm -hmm. thinking and mood, and changes in physical and emotional reactions. And I have been through, I have been through all of those things. And I like to use me when I talk to people, and um, especially when I when I talk to um, to, to my patients. Um, I like to use me, and I'm 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 very I'm very open. Um, I went through, I, I went through um, some some very hard times in my life, and um, um, I, I dealing with this disorder. I, I've I've at one point in time, um, a good friend of mine, he was on the show a couple of, a couple of months ago. Um, his, his 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 name is Josh, and um, he was he was stationed at uh, Fort Rucker, Alabama. And um, at the time, I was living in South Mississippi. I was living in Hattiesburg, and I had gained a tremendous amount of weight. Um, I was I, uh, with with certain medications that certain medications that I take and it had put a lot of um, it had put a lot of weight on me, and I wasn't eating right. I wasn't exercising anymore, and, and I went from a person who who rode bikes um, um, almost 140 miles a week, and I I ran um, almost 40 miles a week, and I went I went from that to doing nothing, man. And I was just I was just so depressed, and I was just in a funk. And um, Josh wanted me. Josh wanted me to come see him, but I was so, I was so um, embarrassed about how I looked, and embarrassed about how he knew me prior to me um, retiring from the army, and and it, and, it, and it really made me feel ashamed. So I I, I went through a lot of those intrusive memories. I, I avoided people. There were negative changes in my thinking and in my mood. And there were changes in my my physical and emotional reactions. So, let's look at some of these um, intrusive memories. Symptoms from intrusive memories may may include recurring unwanted distressing memories of traumatic events, um, reliving a traumatic event um, as if it were happening again. You know, there are flashbacks associated with with PTSD. Um, upsetting dreams or nightmares about the traumatic event. And I've I've had those. Um, severe emotional distress or physical reactions to something that reminds you of the traumatic event. Um, there's avoidance. Mm -hmm. And symptoms of avoidance may include trying to avoid thinking about the traumatic event and avoiding places or activities that remind you of the traumatic event. You you just don't wanna you mm -hmm. just don't wanna be associated with people, you just don't be, wanna be associated with the things that, that you once right. were that you once were. Um, their negative changes in, in thinking and mood. Um, you have negative thoughts about yourself. You, you, you're very um, hopeless about the future. Um, uh, there's memory problems associated with PTSD in adults. Um, difficulty maintaining close relationships. Um, feeling detached from family and friends. I've, mm -hmm. I've had all of it. And um, there's a lack of interest in activities. Um, that you once enjoyed, and then there's difficulty experiencing positive emotions or difficulty in, um, and difficulty in, in experiencing just the, the small things in life. 
um, then you feel emotionally numb, uh, emotionally numb and emotionally disconnected from people. Um, and then there's changes in your changes mm -hmm. in your um, physical and emotional reactions, and um, there's symptoms and um, symptoms and changes in your emotional reactions, um, um, arousal symptoms. Um, you're you're easily startled. You're frightened. Um, you're always on guard. Um, Self-destructive behavior, such as drinking too much or driving too fast, I've been there. Um, trouble sleeping, trouble concentrating, irritability, anger outbursts, or aggressive behavior, and there's then there's the overwhelming guilt, uh, guilt or shame that you may have. Um, hey, I just want to say, listen, if anybody's dealing with um, PTSD, if anybody's dealing with any type of disorder, period. Don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to um, to, to 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 look for for help. There's somebody out here waiting to talk to you. There's somebody out here that's waiting to listen to you. And and your life your your life is important. You're important. Everything about you is important. And I just wanna I just wanna say that to everybody who, who who's gonna hear this and everybody who's listening to this, you are important. Um your, the way you think, your mood, your attitude, everything about you is important. Um and that's 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 all that I basically have for you guys. I, I wanna I, now I wanna turn the show over to Tony and I want Tony to come in and to um um, tell you guys about herself, and I, I, you guys are you guys are in for a treat, and I just want you guys to to listen to what Tony has to say. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Hi, Andrew. Thank you so much for having me on. Hi, listeners. Thank you all for tuning in. Andrew has given us some great information to just chew on um, for a moment. I guess I'll just jump in and tell you a little bit about myself. I am Tony Lewis. I have been a licensed clinical social worker for about two years now. I've been in the social work field since 2009. Um, let's see what else we want to say. Currently, I am working with the um, elder population or hospice, um, not necessarily just elders, but I do hospice, um, home hospice right now and I do run Breaking 13 LLC which um, I specialize in child mental health services um, but I do see everybody mm. so I just love people so like Andrew said there's help out there um, no matter when you've experienced a trauma or traumatic event or adverse experience in life there is help out there so we can just jump right in, Andrew. Fire away. Well, um, like she said, she, she she does specialize in child mental health, and she does um, she, she, and, and that that is her 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 specialty. Um, but like she said, um, helping people is her thing. There, hey, there's a there's yes. a there's a calling. Anybody who does anything with human services, there's a calling, um, there's a calling on your life to 
to do these things. You have to be a special person to do these things. And you, you know, um, listening to people and talking to people, um, that's something that you, you really have to be, that's something that you really have to be passionate about. So can you let, can you let the listeners know just where you stand with it? That passion work now, I didn't choose to do that. Um, it chose me. Um, mm. I am a woman of faith. So I'm like, Lord, you had to choose this for me because I wasn't I would not have gone that way. But in doing that, it's a matter of touching a life, knowing that I can touch someone who has lived uh, their life out. And I'm at the end point of it. So it gives you a different perspective. But that passion is all around um, with happen. And I think with people that answers that call to um, walk out that passion to help others have to build and be transparent and in tune with themselves to reflect on those experiences that they've had. Um, I think that we have to, like you mentioned earlier, we all experience some kind of adverse event. have a help reliving that help which in turn could be diagnosed as PTSD so in saying that um, we have to build off of that and we have to look at it in a different aspect of it do we live in that negative thinking Mm -hmm. about that event or do we flip it around and say how can I use this to help someone else and let them know that they're not on an island by themselves Mm -hmm. so in talking about children and their mental health and the way they experience PTSD Um, it's not only listening to them, but it's uh, watching for the signs. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. looking at the way they play, Mm -hmm. um, looking at those um, nightmares per se, or the wetting of the bed. And what people may not realize is that even in utero, children can have um, things happen that negatively affect them to the point with PTSD which somebody may hear that and say, how is that possible? So let me give you the flip side of that. In utero, if you read to your child, they're more likely to become an avid reader or enjoy you reading to them as an infant Mm -hmm. as they grow older. Mm -hmm. So say that you have a child in utero um, that the parent is addicted to drugs and do different things that child is a part of you so they are experiencing that so how is that reflected when they're born Mm -hmm. um do they cry more often um do they have more health issues do they have issues sleeping so all of that plays a role into it and like you said the until the dsm-5 came out and said that a child could be diagnosed six years old and younger how would they just look at it? They would just look at that as a fussy baby, maybe. Yeah. But did that experience some adverse effect that's causing them PTSD, even as an infant, as they grow into those those um, younger years? Yeah. So have have you um, have you experienced um, any adult patients um, that that you've seen? Have you have have you experienced a lot of patients uh, dealing with PTSD? I actually have, I actually have, and a lot of it is, I think with my older clients that have experienced PTSD, 
it stems from some childhood things that mm-hmm. occurred because mm-hmm. like you say, when you were younger, it would be, Oh, go to bed. Everything would fix it. If you went and laid down yeah. or, you know, um, it wasn't a go to the doctor or seek help. Um, in our community it's a stereotypical to seek help outside of that community or that family. You know, you keep that. In. So, um, in dealing with my older clients, that is, um, I think it's symptomatic of an era gone by where outside help wasn't sought. So they didn't talk about those things. So, of course, now they relive it. But how do you express that? Somebody would say they're just moody or they're just mean or they're just ornery or whatever the case may be. But actually, what is it really? It's that those experiences they've had and they haven't been able to deal with them appropriately or even been able to share them. So they're internalized. Yeah. And that it is exhibited in that moodiness, in that um, um, intrusive thoughts or um, the reclusiveness, maybe, if you would want to call it that, where they don't interact or they pull away from um, activities or people that they generally would have enjoyed being around. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, hey, guys, notice, notice what she said. You know, uh, uh, a lot of older clients, and I, I say this a lot to um uh, a lot of people with, with adults, you're, you, you, um, there's a saying um, in the South that people are set in their set in their ways. You know, a lot of people are yes. a lot of people are, are are very set in their ways when it comes to um, and, and setting your ways is that you already have a preconceived notion or you you already have have the preconceived thought and. A lot of people feel that way when it comes when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, mental health and when it comes to, uh, to 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 seeking treatment or seeking help, and that that's a that's something that really has to be changed and that's something that's re- that really has to be um, has to be looked at because um, there's so much there's so much that's happening in the world now. Um, I, I I I read. Um, I read one um, one study and it said that um, almost sixty um, percent of Americans now are seeking some some form of of uh, mental health treatment. So it's it's really um, if if you would uh, a, a mental health um, epidemic because there's so much there's so mm-hmm. much happening. Um, can you tell the mm-hmm. listeners why it's important or why do you feel that it's important to 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 seek um, some type of treatment if you're dealing with uh, some type of mental health disorder? I think it's so important, one, to know that there's help out there, but two, um, to link to get those various needs that you have. We often think that we can do it on our own Mm -hmm. you know if I um, just get a little bit more rest or if I just keep it to myself or if I just write it down it's okay Um, but you brought out some points how the weight gain how the lack of activity and things of that nature the change in the diet um, you know you dealing with this and you think you're dealing with it internally but until you were able to or somebody is able to go and seek help outside 
somebody can help process that with them because you're so overwhelmed and you're looking at that event or that traumatic event, that adverse experience is overwhelming your mental thought. You can't properly process that alone. So that's one of the reasons it's so important to seek that help, especially we talk about how different it looked in children and adults. Mm -hmm. Um, And we talk about how malleable children are. And Mm -hmm. that's my hope always is that we can catch children and we can help them process these things and develop those positive coping mechanisms and skills that they can overcome that. And it doesn't take over their life and hinder them from having a full experience. As adults, I tell them, you know, your brain may not be as malleable as a child, but your brain can develop new pathways and neurons and make those connections. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. we get so regimented Mm -hmm. in our routines Mm -hmm. that, you know, Mm -hmm. we are accustomed to it and I just deal with it. But how can seeking help increase and um, promote more positive living and outlook on life? So I tell people, yes, you might be 78 years old, but guess what? You can still learn. So I'm often telling my older people, This is the way it has been, but you can change that. It's going to take maybe a little more Mm -hmm. um, effort Mm -hmm. and um, um, prompt to get there than maybe it would a child. But guess what? We can get there Mm -hmm. if you're willing to put the work in. It's so very important. We all can change. We can overcome this. And it's just a matter of experiencing it. And I tell people that, um, therapy or the process is not lateral. It's not linear. It's not, we're just going to hit it and it's going to go. Sometimes you will see declines before you see inclines. So, you know, look oh, for that, really you know, right I'm there. feeling good and I'm, I'm coasting along, mm-hmm. but guess what? There are going to be some times where you're doing so good. You may say, yeah, they prescribed that for me, but I'm feeling so good. I don't need to take that medicine or I'm doing so good. I can skip my workout or whatever the case may be, and you find yourself going into a slope. So you find yourself on a downward path, and you're not even recognizing it because you've been feeling so good. So that upward climb might be a little bit more difficult, but we have to remember we're going to have those ups and downs, but it's a matter of bringing yourself back out of it and getting back on that course to positivity that you want to get to. You you brought up a, a very important point because um, a lot of people think um, when they start feeling better, and, and this has been me, I, I, I can say this. Uh, when you start feeling better, you want to stop. You want to stop taking your medication, and and, mm-hmm. and, and you 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 don't have. Um, you really you you're really not thinking because you you you, you think that you're feeling good and. I, I'm here to let you know it's the medication has you feeling good. And to anyone out there who's listening uh, and who's dealing with some type of mental health disorder and you're and you're not taking um and you're not taking your medication and you're thinking that that you're feeling good and you're you're feeling okay, take please take your medication. If it, it, it has been written for you for a reason. Please take your medication if, if you're doing it, and, and I just want to, I just want to thank you for um, for touching on that point, uh, so, because we we'll get into yeah. we'll get into the um, we'll get into those thoughts and we'll get into that, that method of thinking that we're doing that we're doing okay, 
or we're not doing okay. So if you have the medication, take the medication. Um, one last thing before we uh, before we close the show, um, can you tell us uh, about breaking thirteen and some of the things that you're going to be doing uh, with it? Sure, breaking thirteen. Oh, wow. Um, even the name breaking thirteen. People yeah, elaborate, elaborate on the name. Elaborate <laughs> on the name. I want to know what the name means. Breaking thirteen. If you hear the number 13, I often ask people, what do you think about? Bad so I'm going to ask you, Andrew, when you hear the number 13 or you hear 13, ah, yes, <laughs> people think bad luck. Yeah. They do. You think about high rises. They skip the 13th floor. Friday the 13th, it has a negative connotation with it. So also the age 13, think about it. You're coming into your teenage years. You hit that peak and Parents probably say, oh, Lord, they hit 13. Yeah. That 13, that adolescent into teenage transition. And it's just, it, it can be trying. So what breaking 13 is, is breaking that negative connotation off of whatever it is. We all have those, um, those moments that could be equivalent to a 13. A break away to be afraid of whatever it is that we have experienced, but we can get beyond that. So we want to break the negative stereotypes off of whatever it is. Whatever someone has said to you, you may have experienced something horrible before the age of 13. You can live beyond that experience. Okay. You, something bad may have happened to you after 13, but guess what? We're not going to live. We're going to break off the negative connotation of our life, um, whatever it may be. So that's what breaking 13 is. It's knowing that we can create positive pathways out of adversity. Okay, okay. And with that, I just want to help not only children, but families know that we can get beyond whatever it is. Um, oftentimes, there's one person or a couple of people in the family that exhibit the symptom, but as a whole, we have to deal with it. They're exhibiting the symptoms of the problem, but what is get to the break it off. Oh, that's real good. That's real good. You're I, thinking about it, Andrew. Tell me about it. <laughs> no, I, 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 I really like it, and I really like the concept. I really like um, I really like the ideology behind it because there is a, there, there, like you say, there is a stigma associated with it. And I, when I was looking at it, I was like, hey, okay. And um, um, now that you've explained it, it makes it it makes uh, even more sense. And like. I, I, I love to see people do well and I love to see people um, 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 flourish and um, I, I think that um, what you're doing and, and what, who you're doing it for I think is, is going to be a great thing and it's, it's going to help a lot of people. Um, guys. Thank you. No, thank you. Uh, guys, I just want to say... Um, before we before we wrap everything up before we close i just want to i just want to thank you guys again for listening um thank you guys for listening around the world um i i see all of the downloads uh, um in in england france uh germany um spain I, I i see the downloads and i and i see all the downloads throughout the country in various towns and cities throughout the country and I just, I just want to say thank you. 
um, I I really appreciate you. This this um this is something that um that I love to do. I love to talk about um, I love to talk about these topics because um there there it, it may be someone that's thinking it or someone that's experience, experiencing it mm -hmm. and they don't have they don't have an outlet. Um, Tony, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you for lending your voice, and I, I, I want to thank you for um, um, for telling um, the people about um, uh, these symptoms um, that's associated with PTSD in children and adults. And I want to thank you for letting people know about your company. Um, if if you're here in the state of Mississippi, and if you need someone, if you need someone to talk to, if you need someone, if you need someone to listen to, please find help wherever you are please find help um i, I again i just want to i want to thank you guys for listening i want to thank you guys for tuning in this yes. this is my crazy life and how i got through it thank you yeah. Yeah.